The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Welcome to the SWBC Mortgage Living Room in Frisco, Texas. It's Thursday, one day closer yeah. to Cowboys football this Sunday. Let's and go. Back at home for a three-game home stretch. Hopefully, they take care of business. And they'll be back with a winning record. Kurt Daniels, Nate Newton, yes, Jesse Holly. Nate, hold up your uh, hold up your right arm. You got uh, is it no, all got the way up, day, all but the way this up. is no. the swag they gave me, dog. This is the swag. <laughs> my wife said, uh my wife said, Thank you, Shannon. She she didn't fix him in the lunch though, since you tried to come at her and she heard you. <laughs> you look good. That's a good oh, color yeah, on you, good. man. That's a good color, that blue. I like it. Yeah, like it goes it. in, it blend it all blends in. Just turn out the light, boy. You get what you desire. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Jesse, right. how you feeling today? What you, what, what I'm, you got on I, today? Little, I'm, I'm standing on the porch. I'm standing on the porch after that one. I don't want to come inside <laughs> with the lights out. I don't want to deal with none of that. I'm standing outside on the porch. Oh, I'm standing oh, on the porch. No. Keep the you lights on. The, yeah, you want to be caught in the dark. Yeah, keep the lights on and keep me on the porch. I don't want no parts of that one. Kurt, New how you feeling? Buddy. You good? Good. Doing real good, man. Ready for, this, ready nice? for this game. Feeling nice. 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 <laughs> nice. All right, it's Thursday, so that can only mean one thing. We we What's are that? on the we're on the air, so they haven't pulled us off yet. And it means because right. we're on the air, we will be talking Cowboys defense, Browns offense. So let's get into it. For the first time this year, the Cowboys are gonna face a run dominant offense. Mm-hmm. And they face some passing offenses. You know, you could you could debate whether the Rams, you know, are eh, kind of half pass, half half run, but they're really pass heavy. Uh, Atlanta obviously pass heavy, and then uh, Seattle has become got a good run game, but has become pass heavy with Russell Wilson. So, but this team, I think we've got all agree that they are going. You know what you're getting. They're going to run the ball down your throat. You're going to get a stout defensive line that they're going to try to dominate there. So how does that change, Jesse and Nate, we'll go to you, you guys first. How Does that change your, your game plan? Does it change your mentality as a player going into this week, knowing that you're facing a completely different type of offense than you faced this year? Yeah, you, you understand early on that you have to be in a different mindset. Like you got to be, you got to fixate your mind on being like, man, I, I got to prepare myself for four quarters of Nick Chubb and Carlos, I mean, and Kareem Hunt and them jokers coming downhill every single time. The, the Browns have uh, have done a better job with, with, with putting together an offensive line. And those two backs, man, those two backs, you're talking about a one-two punch. It ain't like thundering and lightning. It's like thundering and thundering. It's it's it's, <laughs> it's constantly coming at you. You're gonna see a bunch of 21 personnel, a bunch of 12 personnel. They're not gonna get into all this freaky three, four, five wide receiver stuff. They're gonna be two tight end sets. They're gonna be in there and they're gonna just try to come at you and maul you and little bro you 
and just physically beat you up at the line of scrimmage and allow those back. See, Stefanski has figured out the way that we give ourselves a chance to win is to not put the ball in Baker's Mayfield hands a bunch of times because he understands that Baker Mayfield will, 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 will wreck a game for you. He will throw it where it's not. Even in, even in the small attempts that he does get, he, 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 can, he can wreck it for you. So Stefanski wants to be like, I want to slow this game down. I don't, I don't care about it being up-tempo. I don't care about it being high-scoring. But I am going to run the football, eat up some clock, and deliver body blow after body blow after body blow. So when you watch that on film, you got to get your mind right because it's coming. Oh, oh, I'm black. I'm blue. <laughs> And they're going to run at you. <laughs> hey, y'all. Hey, man. Jesse, I couldn't have said it no better, baby. Hey. These boys is coming downhill. They yes. They're going to have two tight ends. They got Bill Callahan as their offensive line coach. So, you know, they're yep. going to know every run known to man. I don't agree necessarily that Baker Mayfield will wreck the game. But I think that he will mature with this coach and become a better game manager because the best game managers seem to win Super Bowls, a la Tom Brady and a few others. So they're going to have – they're going to try to control clock. They're going to try to beat you up with that offensive line with those Mm -hmm. two great running backs. And I I call them great within, like, present. I'm not saying great in the future. I'm saying great now is in present. And so now uh, the guy names that I've been misquoting and mispronouncing – Don Terry, <laughs> tell you what, my brother. Yeah, get you a couple of extra bacon sandwiches with some cheese <laughs> on it, and set yourself in the middle of the offensive line and tackle some folks, dog. Because you gonna have to run this way a long way or this way a long way. They coming right at you, my friend. So do what you gotta do, my friend. Antoine Woods, you picked up the pace last week. Keep it up, my friend. Uh, Tyrone Crawford, come on, my friend. Make this game an ugly game, and we'll be back to what we can do offensively, too, if our guys slow down their guys and keep the game close, then we don't have to ask Dak to throw 57 times. Do they have both those guys on the field at the same time much, or do they rotate them in? I, I, I haven't seen I've seen the rotation. Yeah, but yeah they, they, throw it to they the do a rotation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but they will throw that thing out of the backfield to these two guys. Mm-hmm. They, they, uh, what they are trying to build here, man, is if and I and you see what they're trying to do, Jess. If they can play another two or three games beating you to death with these two hammers, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden the play action pass, man. Don't forget, man. Don't forget this dude out there. Odell Beckham is still a killer, man. Yeah, he just ain't got the quarterback that wants him to have them killers receiving yardage, bro. Jarvis and, Landry is one of the better guys in immediate running route. Don't mm-hmm. forget those guys out there. They got a guy called Austin Hooper. Mm. I'm black and I'm blue, and they gonna beat and run <laughs> on you. Thank you. No, oh my God, Nate's, I love it, Jesse. Go ahead, Nate's, on, Jesse. No, Nate, Nate's absolutely right, man. They <laughs> offensively, Austin Hooper. Um, you got the other uh, tight end in Joker. Yes. I mean, he's athletic. So you're looking at a squad that Nick Chubb, like, he doesn't get enough credit, but he is so big and strong and physical and fast. 
Like, Nick Chubb is probably <coughs> one of the better backs that we have in this league right now. And he has a skill set, Liam Nielsen style. He has a very particular set of skills that he's acquired over some time. And if, if he gets going downhill, guys are going to have to start making some business decisions. Because when you get into that third or fourth quarter and he starts coming downhill on you, I don't, I don't know if guys will be committed enough to tackle him over and over and over and over again because you're going to have to. You're going to have to tackle Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt a lot this football game. And, and, and I think the biggest thing for Nick Chubb when it comes to running back, he is such a patient runner. Oh, yes. He is not, like he, he is not in a rush. He sees holes really well. He has the explosiveness that when that hole opens up, he hits it. And, and like I said, he's bringing his pads behind him. And, and it, 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 very few times when you watch Nick Chubb, do you see him getting hit and going the opposite way. He gets hit and he's falling forward. He, he, he runs with his pads behind him. He's a patient runner. He's explosive. He's strong. He, he has great vision for a back. So you're going to have to be sound, man. This, this defense is going to have to be extremely sound, getting off blocks, fitting in gaps. And when you come, you got to bring your lunch pail and hard hat because you want, you're not arm tackling these guys. If you think you're going to just reach out there and you're going to be able to trip these guys up and arm tackle them, you're in for a long day. you got to bring all of you to come in and tackle these guys. And, and Safansky and, 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 and that offensive crew, they are going to try to run the football. That's what they want to do often. They, they, are, they are either first or second in the league with running the ball on first down, uh, rushing attempts. It's not a secret. They're not, they're not, they're not saying, oh, we're going to try. No, there's, it's no secret in what they want to do. They are very clear in what they want to do. We want to get in 12 personnel. We want to get in 21 personnel. And we want to come, what do you say, Nate? Black and blue, we running That's at right. you. That's, That's right. what they want to do. Yes. Hey, I was surprised. Huh? Hey, Kirk. Well, I was just surprised. You know, I thought Chubb was kind of this power back, but he leads the league in uh, runs of... 20 plus yards, which surprised me. He's got five. Zeke has zero. So I don't, is he just running through people and, and just mauling secondary? Or has he got some, sounds like he might have, must have some speed to him too, huh? He no, hits he, that hole. He hits that hole and he gets downhill. He, he got some giddy up on him. Like I'm saying, he's one of the backs that most people don't talk about. He's big, he's physical, and he has some giddy up. Let me say this, man. It, no one is talking about this. Like, no one is talking about Nick Chubb. Nobody's talking about the offensive line of Cleveland. Brother, Bill Callahan. We know that name here at the mm -hmm. Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. When he went to Washington, he did the same thing for Washington offensive line. Notice when he's with a team and their offensive line, it, notice he gets better and stays good as long as he's there. As soon as he leaves, the line start to kind of – Get rough around the edges. He's there in Cleveland, bro. And he don't care whether he's got backups or starters. These guys are going to lay on you. They're going to be physical. They may not have all the best talent in the world. They're going to know their assignments and what they have to do. And Nick Chubb is crafty enough to lean into the, into the play side and get most out of every block, and then he explodes. I mean, you ought to see him on – some of the inside runs, the short yardage runs, 
and the red zone runs down the goal line. You ought to see how he just be running. All of a sudden, he'll stop and nudge forward. He just got a feel for the game, man. And he got the right coaching bill, Callahan, running that offensive line. They've got a top five offensive line, and Pro Football Focus has their both guards and their center all rated in the top five, too. They're, they're kind of wow. scary. <laughs> they got a, well, they're kind of scary. Now, I ain't been talking about no guards and centers here for the last three or four weeks, have I? Have I been saying how important guards are? I'm going to pull a Jesse now. Have I not said <laughs> repeatedly? <laughs> hey, my friend, it starts in the, the, if you have a strong middle in football, you have an opportunity to be something special. And so uh, I, I'm not surprised, Kurt. Thanks for the information. I, I'll use it as, my, as I need it, but that, that's great information. Thanks, Kurt. Nice. One thing I think that gets lost <laughs> In translation, when you're a fan of the game and you watch the game, and it's probably, you know, it's probably part of the video game generation where there's no fatigue and there's no, you don't realize, like, you think these athletes are, yes, they're super highly conditioned. Yes, they do this for a living. Yes, they train their bodies. But I don't think you, a lot of times, you, you don't remember, you don't realize the physical part of this game when you're watching on TV because. You, you don't it doesn't translate right you don't realize the right. third and fourth quarter that people these athletes do get tired these athletes do get beat and bruised up like you said Nate these athletes do wear down and you don't necessarily unless you know what you're looking at you can't really tell in the game you just think man that guy he's not getting to the quarterback that guy's not getting to the the right point where he's supposed to be a lot of that has to do with the wear and tear of you over the course of a game and then when you're up against a running team like this, it's even more so, like you guys said, they're leaning on you, they're pushing on you, they're manhandling you, you're getting hit by you know, a small car every play, they're running into you mm -hmm. when the running game. What is the physical toll like in the fourth quarter of a game when you face a run-heavy team with a really good offensive line as opposed to a game where you're just, you know, it's a pass-happy offense and you're just pinning your ears back and you're running straight forward most of the game? I'm, I'm gonna tell you something, man. I, I've seen guys at the beginning of the games talk noise. I, I, I do this, your mama, dad, and do do do's and da da da. I mean, they be at you, bro. And you and, and we leaning on them. And we lean. I'm talking about my office. We leaning on you, and we just let you talk. And at the end of the game, nine times out of ten, the only person left talking is Eric Williams. <laughs> and he be saying, where, where are you now, my friend? He ain't saying this nice to me. Where are you now, ML? How about my mama now? You know what I'm saying? And we be leaning on you. It takes all the air out of no. the defense. The safeties who has not talked to us the whole game is cussing out their defensive line. I am tired of making tackles. Can you do something up front? I'm serious. The whole game, Jess, you've, been up, you've seen it. Yep. it. It turns into they turn on each other. When you beat the defense down, they will turn on, they will turn on each other. How piranhas, piranhas – until the blood get bloody, piranhas know who to bite on. Piranhas know who to bite on. But when they get bloody, they go to eating up everybody. And that's how you do a defense. You just bloody them up, and they go to turn it on to everybody, baby. Uh, let's take yeah. that first break. When we come back, we'll talk a little more Cowboys, Browns, and who knows what will happen. I'm sure we've done a good job the first segment of keeping this out of the ditch, but 
you know, we can't have a show unless we run into the ditch you a couple of times. So yeah. stay on. tuned and see what happens. We'll be right back on Hanging with the Boys. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. OtterBox, the company that builds wildly overproductive phone cases? The one and only. But cases are just the start. OtterBox is the official outfitter of tailgating. If they can keep my phone safe, what can they do for my parking lot party? How about protecting your beverages from suboptimal drinking temperatures with their Elevation Tumblers? And OtterBox Elevation Tumblers come in three sizes. A 10-ouncer, a 20-ouncer, and even a 64-ounce growler. Check out all the colors and sizes of their Elevation Tumblers at otterbox.com. It's football season, and when you're tailgating with your friends and your family, you want the best meat on your grill. Pettigene Meats makes the best hot dogs, the Pettigene Griller, or the all-beef franks will score. To complete that tailgate meal, Pettigene Meats has hickory smoked sausage, hot links, Polish sausage, and the best hickory smoked bacon and ham around. Available at your local retailer. And a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys. It's Pettigene Meats. Taste the difference. We can't wait to see the Cowboys back on the field, and we can't wait to pack AT&T Stadium to watch them play. When that time comes, SeatGeek is the place to get all of your tickets, plus tickets to the hundreds of games, concerts, rodeos, and other live events we'll all be able to enjoy again soon. Every SeatGeek purchase is protected by a buyer guarantee, which means you'll get your money back if your event is canceled. Guaranteed. SeatGeek. Let's go. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yo Quiero, Yo Quiero Guacamole. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Are you coming to the stadium this weekend? If you are, make sure you know before you go, (laughs) wear a mask, keep distance, and be prepared for cashless transactions. Please be aware of all safe stadium policies prior to arriving at AT&T Stadium. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash safe stadium for details. You don't want to know, not know what you're doing. If you show up, you don't have your mask, they won't let you in. So go check it out. Make sure you are prepared when you get there. Welcome back to the SWBC Mortgage Living Room here in Frisco, Texas. Shannon Gross, Jesse Holly, Kurt Daniels, Nate Newton, and we are collectively... <clears throat> Hanging with the boys, breaking down the Cowboys and Browns. And Nate, why are you laughing? What are you laughing at coming out of the break? I'm laughing because I'm quite sure me and the rest of the group is saying, when is Shannon going to try to bring in his state of experience again? And we're just happy that you're not. Monday feature right there. We're just happy that you're not. Trying to what? Uh, I didn't even hear you. Kurt was laughing too loud. What, what did you say? Sorry. Me trying to bring in what? Don't worry about it. We heard it. Continue on with the show, Shannon. We love it. <laughs> hey, I got a question for you. If I can throw it out there. I mind. love when you have questions. Makes my job right. easier. So we know that Seattle's game plan was to sell out to stop the run. Obviously, it would seem like you'd want to do that here. Do the Cowboys have the personnel to set up to to sell out to stop the run? 
That silence is a pretty good answer there. (laughs) 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 Kind of answered it for us, I guess. Have we stopped the team that truly has tried to run? I mean, we'll see this week. I mean, we saw what the Rams came in and did. If if we're picking this week as the week that all of a sudden we're going to try to stop the run, this is a bad damn week to pick. I'm telling you right now, this is a bad damn week to pick. If, if this is the week you decide to sell out and stop the run, this is a ba- you should have started that weeks ago. Because this is going to be this is, this is going to be one of those tasks where the, the thing, do we have the personnel is the question that you asked, Kurt. And yeah. I don't know. I, I, I honestly, and, and that if, if the answer is I don't know, then it's probably no. If I can't yeah. give you a definitive yes, we have the personnel, then the answer is no. Yeah, that's and like when that's like when you get up in the we, morning to go to work, Jesse, and you look in the mirror and you go, "All right, should I wear this to to the office?" If you have to ask that question, the answer is probably should. nine times out of ten, <laughs> no. Hey, <laughs> yeah, hey, like you say, nice, not nice. That's not nice. Not, not nice. nice. Not nice. Not nice. No, we don't. We, we don't. We don't have. We don't have the personnel. We're gonna have to commit. <laughs> we're gonna have to commit, and that's gonna be the scary part. We're gonna have to commit some secondary personnel into that box to stop that run, which then leaves us very vulnerable on the backside. Who do so, we have? Who do we have, Jesse? That that we can move down into the box. Who plays that? Do we have anybody on this team that plays that well? Woods would be your best. Woods, Woods would be your best, my guy. Yeah, Woods. And that, but I, and, I, but Jesse, he, he, he. I, listen, he, him by him alone ain't gonna be enough. To, Don <laughs> Terry, Don Terry, <laughs> Don Terry. That's why we brought him in. Is I'm pronouncing that right now. Don, yeah, you got it right. You got that's it right. That's why we yeah. brought this guy in here to stop that. And this is his week. You know, much like Belichick does. Much like uh, the better teams the leader, okay, we're not going to ask you to do nothing that you're not capable of doing. This is why they signed Dunterry Poe. This is why the Tristan Hills of the world, this is why the Antoine Woods of the world have a position in football. This is what they – and so if, do we have a personnel? On paper, yes, we do. Have they done it up to this point? No, they haven't. Does it – does it make it any easier this week because you've had problems with the run when there's been play action and there's been misdirection and things like that, a la the Rams you know, in the playoffs a couple of years ago? That's where you've had your biggest problems. Does it make it any easier knowing, okay, this is what this team is going to do? Does it make it easier to game plan against that? Or is it just like okay. you can't stop the run, you can't Not stop the run? If you're, if you're undisciplined, it won't matter, right? Because you can know what's coming or, or you can have an idea that it's coming. But if you ain't where you're supposed to be, then somebody's open. There's an area open. There's a man open. There's something open. So a, a lot of times you can know what's, you know, I, I, I'm going to assume that the guys that go out there offensively, defensively, special teams, I'm going to assume, right, that they know what the game plan is, what this other team likes to do. I would hope. That's my hope. And that they do, and yet and still they, they come into the game and things don't always work out the way that you want them to work out, even though you know what they want to do. So that same thing applies for what we're getting ready to see right here with the Cleveland Browns. Nate, were you saying no, something? 
Uh, know what? See, this is what amazes me. A lot of guys on a lot of teams, normally, you know, me, Jess, uh, uh, Kurt does a great job with pro football focus and other outlets. We sit up here and we tell you about guys week in and week out, and we do numbers and analytics and all of this great stuff. And then when we play these certain teams, we like, man, I never heard of that guy. <laughs> well, nobody else either has heard of him. And when they leave the other towns, they still ain't heard of him. It's <laughs> when you come here to Dallas. I'm just being honest. I've been hard on our team this whole week. You know, every show that I've been a part of, I've been challenging the players. We had these same players last year. You know, we got yeah, we got we got C D Lamb, we got Diggs, we 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 got Dunterry Poe, but the other guys have been here. See, I was I was looking at that. And as far as our defense, and we've talked a lot about miscommunication and they're not, you know, is it just they're still learning that kind of stuff or you know, last year or this year we've got fourteen players that have played forty five percent of the snaps so far this season. Only five of that group played 45% of the snaps last year. That, that you know, you got Jalen Smith back, Xavier Woods, Demarcus Lawrence, Shadobi Awuze, who's hurt now, and and uh, and uh, Jordan Lewis, who you know he was not he was not a starter last year. So most of the defense is new, and you've got a new you got a new coordinator, you got a new head coach. I mean, are we just expecting too much? I mean, should do they still they- need more time to gel? They would get better at understanding the coach's terminology and what to do. But, Jesse, I'm asking for your knowledge here. When you play four cross quarters, okay, you basically by yourself, right? Yep, in your quarter of the field, yep. Okay, your quarter of the field. Okay, if you study the film, if I got if I got Metcalf, let's go back to the last game. If I got Metcalf and I'm on him in this first and ten – uh, it's third and ten, third and fifteen. Do I press him or do I move back and give myself a chance? What does that got to do with the coach? If I know that uh, Locke is 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 an intermediate route runner, I'm not staring in the backfield. If it's third and five, I'm looking at him because if I'm looking in the backfield. One move and he catches the ball. What does that have to do with a scheme? When you know as a player that scheme don't matter here. It's what I can do mentally and physically that matters the most. Well, and also the three guys that the, also the three guys that you named, <clears throat> Woods, uh, Smith, and, and Lawrence, each one of those guys are quote unquote the signal callers for their specific group, right? right, right. Lawrence is those guys up front. Jalen Smith, he's calling the defense. Yes. He's calling things in the middle. And then Woods on the back end, he's supposed to be getting guys lined up. If there's any changes or shifts or anything like that, he's the, he's the veteran guy back there uh, for this squad to get guys lined up. So the three guys that you named are three guys that each one of them are kind of the – is the mouthpiece for that group. Right. You know, you see what I'm saying? And so it's like if these are the guys who are supposed to be getting this lined up and ready to go – yeah. That goes back to what I was saying before about that that residue still being still being left over from from prior from prior uh, coaches. But like that first, are you guys worried? First, go ahead, Shannon. No, I was going to change the subject. So go ahead, finish up. Oh well, just like th- that first touchdown Loggett had last week, that was wide open, way behind everybody. 
you know, I think Metcalf was underneath and Woods came up. He was looking at Metcalf. You know, was he thinking Thompson was taking the guy going deep then? And it, to me, that's a communication thing. Both guys were kind of on Woods' side of the field. He chose the wrong one, obviously, but he'd, he'd think Thompson was taking the other guy. Well, and, and, I, and, I'm, not, and I'm not saying everybody's Ken Norton, and I'm not saying everybody's Pop or Dion. I'm not saying that. That's a different level of players because these guys are coaches and Hall of Famers. But what I am saying is you think this is the first time that they saw these motions and movements on film versus that's why you have meetings, you know, where you say, hey, coach, okay, what if this guy, you got you to gotta look at film for yourself and you got to say, what if this guy motions across? Or what if this guy curls in front of me? What do we do then? Mm-hmm. You have to ask these questions. Yeah, I mean, because it's just like a quarterback, after about five or six years and you've taken the majority of the stat snaps, Maybe the terminologies of how the coaches want you to line up, maybe the names are different. Hey, instead of calling it quarters, we're going to call it the four amigos. But that means that each one of y'all got quarters and you got a guy. Or we may not call it uh, 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 cover two. We may call it deep cover two. But it's the same thing. (laughs) Get in there and do your job. It's part of that too. We're going to do our job, and I'm going to cut Kurt off. Because I'm doing my job, and we're going to go to our last break. When we come back, Kurt, hold that thought. We'll let you finish it. But we got to pay some bills right now. We'll be right back for the final segment of Hanging with the Boys. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again for tailgating with the Otterbox Boys. Otterbox, the company that builds wildly overproductive phone cases? The one and only. But cases are just the start. Otterbox is the official outfitter of tailgating. If they can keep my phone safe, what can they do for my parking lot party? How about protecting your beverages from suboptimal drinking temperatures with their Elevation Tumblers? And Otterbox Elevation Tumblers come in three sizes. A 10-ouncer, a 20-ouncer, and even a 64-ounce growler. Check out all the colors and sizes of their Elevation Tumblers at otterbox.com. It's football season, and when you're tailgating with your friends and your family, you want the best meat on your grill. Pettigene Meats makes the best hot dogs, the Pettigene Griller, or the all-beef franks will score. To complete that tailgate meal, Pettigene Meats has hickory smoked sausage, hot links, Polish sausage, and the best hickory smoked bacon and ham around. Available at your local retailer. And a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys. It's Pettigene Meats. Taste the difference. We can't wait to see the Cowboys back on the field, and we can't wait to pack AT&T Stadium to watch them play. When that time comes, SeatGeek is the place to get all of your tickets, plus tickets to the hundreds of games, concerts, rodeos, and other live events we'll all be able to enjoy again soon. Every SeatGeek purchase is protected by a buyer guarantee, which means you'll get your money back if your event is canceled. Guaranteed. SeatGeek. Let's go. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yo Quiero, Yo Quiero Guacamole. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Yo Quiero 
Yokiero. I guess Shannon went off to grab him some guacamole. I'm back. He was... I'm back. Oh, I'm he's back. back. All right. He's back. He's back. Sorry about that. I don't know what happened. But you know what? You know what I did? I, I got on SeatGeek real quick to get me some tickets to this Cowboys-Browns game here at at and on Sunday. So get yours, too. A limited number of tickets are on sale now. You can get them at DallasCowboys.com slash tickets. There you go. Just don't do it in the middle of a podcast like I just did. <laughs> All right, fellas. Now, Kurt, go ahead and finish what you were saying before we before we move on, before the break. Well, we had, we had just been... We talked a little bit in the break about how some of these guys, like a Joe Thomas, like Darian uh, Thompson, you know, last year they were reserves. Um, Thomas has already um, played almost as many defensive snaps this year as he did all of last year. And it's just, you know, are we seeing some of these guys maybe get overexposed or is that is that an issue in, in some of the communication and, and defensive problems they've had? Yeah, I, I said... It's the NFL. Go ahead on, Jess. It's, no. But you going through right now, Kurt, it's called the NFL. It's a lot of teams getting exposed. But you know what? That is why that is why you have coaches and scouts to go out and get guys that can get close. They will not be your starters, but close, so the drop-off won't be as great. That's where mm-hmm. your scouting department comes in. And this is why you hear Mike McCarthy say, I, 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 want, I want to be with my guys. I want my guys. I want my guys. Because you understand that as the more reps you get, the better you become, the, the, the more I'm able to evaluate you as, in, in totality as a player. Um, and so now the more reps you get. And, and, and again, when you go from either being a rookie or a guy who hasn't played many snaps to now getting all of the snaps. See, it's easy when you come in and you only got to play you know, 15 out of 70 snaps, right? You, 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 the, the possibility of you messing up isn't that great. But when you get the whole kit and caboodle, when you got to play the whole 70, now there's different things that you may see. Or you might have been just like, hey, you're a third down rush guy. When you get in the game, all I'm doing is lining you up going to rush. Uh, no problem. But you're seeing now some of the the repetition that, that has to happen. You're seeing some of the mistakes that happen from a guy who went from having barely having some reps to now getting all the reps. And those are the growing pains. Those are the growing pains. And this is why I think you hear Mike constantly say, give me some more time with my guys. Let, let, let us coach these guys. Let us bring these guys along. It ain't always pretty. It ain't always pretty, but it's a part of the process. It, we're just so having to happen to see the process happen in real live time because yeah. these guys have been thrusted into those positions. And we, according to Twitter, uh, Kareem Hunt did not practice today, so it is Thursday. Mm. Okay, did, nice. did Nick did Nick Chubb practice? <laughs> I, I'm just I, saying, because you got two number know, one backs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you got two number one backs. We need for both of them not to be practicing. I'm yeah, they, they have uh, their rushing yards by game, uh, highest rusher. Uh, the loss to Baltimore, uh, Kareem Hunt was the highest rusher with 72 yards. And then the win versus Cincinnati, Chubb had 124 yards. And then the win versus Washington, Chubb had 108 yards. So, Obviously, we've been talking about the run game almost the entire show. They got a guy that's that's had some pretty good success against the Cowboys. He actually made the Madden cover against the Dallas Cowboys several years ago. You got Odell Beckham Jr. and you got Jarvis Landry, a couple of LSU guys that still have some wheels. They're, they're not quite as, I guess, dominant as they once were, but still a formidable force. 
Baker Mayfield's, you know, yards by game is against the Ravens, 189 passing, 219 against Cincinnati, and 156 against Washington. Not big numbers through the air because they have that dominant run game. But are do these two guys scare you? And they also have, you know, uh, tight end Austin Hooper that's that's been a nice addition. I think he came from the the Falcons. What do you guys yep. think about the passing game this year? I tell you what, it's a guy in Detroit to die for either one of them. It's a, it's, a, it's a guy in New Orleans with his number one guy hurt would die for either one of these receivers. Mm-hmm. I, I'm telling you, bro, Odell Beckham still has it, man. Uh, I, 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 brother, I, I hate for this man to come in here and Baker Mayfield want to plant his flag and do what's right. But this thing could get ugly real quick. <laughs> I, I, and I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm missing on Odell. Maybe he ain't that guy. Uh, Jesse, what, the little bit you've seen of this guy, what, what do you think? You think he lost something? No, 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 no. He's still, he's still the Odell Beckham that we know and we've seen for a lot of years. The difference is the scheme is just different. They're, they're not passing the ball all wild and crazy. They're not passing the ball, you know, 40, 50 times a game. So – the, the, the limit of opportunities that he, he had before, he doesn't get as many now. But make no mistake about it, Odell Beckham is still a guy who can make a big play. He's a guy who can take a slant to the house, a curl to the house, a go route to the house. Like, he's still that dude. He still has the wheels. He still has the amazing hands. Um, and coming into AT&T Stadium, it's something about this platform, this stadium, that guys get a little bit more excited for and they want to get off against the Cowboys. So all, all those guys are still are still weapons. And, and what they want to do with those guys is they want to roll Baker Mayfield out, they want to run the ball, and then they want to double move you. So just know they watch film. Hey, Diggs, they've seen you get beat a couple times, okay? Some of it on double moves. I can guarantee you, I, I'm, going to my, I'm going to my Charles Barkley bag. I can guarantee... <laughs> that you will see at least two double moves this game on Diggs. I can guarantee <laughs> you're going to see double moves in this game from one of those two receivers because they watch film and they say that this guy is a good young cornerback, but he's a little bit over-aggressive. He's a little overzealous. And you got two of the best route runners in the league who know how to sell routes. And sometimes with a young quarterback, they get a little antsy, they get a little anxious. But I can guarantee you're going to see at least two double moves against our secondary, against uh, uh, Diggs, come this game on Sunday. Will they be successful? I don't know. But I can guarantee you're going to see them. Baker, we know those guys got speed. We know they've they've got some speed, but you're saying they're, they're good route runners as well? No, oh. no, we're not saying that. They're excellent route runners. Oh, without a shadow of a doubt. <laughs> you talking about good. We talking about excellent. Without a shadow of a doubt. They're in that conversation I, I had with Amari Cooper. Like, the route running is just, like I said, Landry may not be as explosive um, as Odell, but he is a hell Short of a, he is a Oh, man, he's Short a hell of a route runner. And, wow. and Odell, again, Odell has that ability to catch a hitch, a slant, a stop route, a curl. And, and give you one of these and be out the back door, he like Odell still has that ability and we know what he can do when the ball is in the air. Like you have to you have to get to the ball before he does, because if you don't, it's probably gonna be a good catch. 
How much does with Baker Mayfield, you know, from Austin, right went to college right up the road at, at OU. You got Miles Garrett coming back to Texas. How much as a player Odell obviously loves to play here. Um, how much as a player does going back home or going back close to home where you know you're going to have friends and family that are going to be at the game or just being, you know, playing back in your environment, in your hometown, your backyard, as a player, does that give you a little bit of extra something on Absolute, game day? Yes. Or, or yes. Or, yeah. Yes, yes, and yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. What, it, yes, what is it? Yes. Because I think as fans, you think of, you know, you think of, does bullet, bulletin board material, does that really work? Does that motivate you? Or once the, once the lights come on and the game starts, all that kind of goes away and it's just man versus man. What is the, men, the mental aspect of going back home and playing in your own backyard? It's home. It's the crib. It's the crib. I mean, once you get past the, the headache of tickets, it's the crib. It's your people. This is your stomping ground. It's the area that you know. Like that, that, that's, that's, that's crib. And so when you go back home and play against fr- in front of your people and, and uh, an area where you were kind of, you know, brought up in or brought up around, it, it just gives you that extra little oomph when you get a chance to go back and play it at home or, or, or real close to home. And that's how, you know, that, that's a feeling that you just, I don't know, it just gives you that, that little swag in your, in your step. But yeah, that's something about playing for the, at the crib that you make you, you know, make you, make you want to go out there and perform. Nate, it always give you a little something whenever you go to Tampa. Would you get a little extra gas in the tank? Brother, let me tell you something. I used to buy (laughs) – I I was happy to buy all the tickets I could because people that knew me back in the day, like, well, okay, Nate didn't like me then. He ain't going to like me now. But my family, they was coming at least Mm -hmm. out to Texas Stadium at least once. And when I went to Tampa, it it was off the chain. I was getting as many tickets as I could because we were going to win the game. And when we won the game, I was going to come around the corner talking big noise. I wasn't going back with the team. I was going to stay with my family. And I was going to be talking big noise, bro. Not, we're not going to be handled. But the Newtons weren't going to be handled. I was going to be 75 to 100 strong talking noise. <laughs> Have my own section, man. So, like I said, when you win the game, come on, man. Yeah. Come on, man. Did you, don't, don't, did, you know, we, can't let, we can't let Miles Garrett win the game, man. We cannot you, let that man. happen. Didn't you charter a bus? Was that for a Super Bowl or was that for a, yeah. a game? Uh, man, I chartered a bus twice, once a year when I played for the Cowboys for the Thanksgiving game. I chartered a bus. And then it, I didn't have to in Tampa because all my people was in the hour or two of Tampa. You know, but anytime I got close, man, you know, even when I went to Philadelphia, I, I, I would get 10 or 15 tickets. My, my cousin, he's no longer with us. He, he would bring his boys. You know, he was a, he was a naval guy. and They would bring it. Man, I... I came suited and booted, baby, at every game. <laughs> I like, baby, what? my family was like, baby, kid, they were everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Kurt, did you ever have a you... bad game in front of the home fans? Oh, yeah, in front of the home fans, yeah. About oh. 150 people came. I played against my baby brother, Timothy Newton. The Minnesota Vikings, they beat us oh. right in Texas Stadium. And I was the one hosting and paying for everything. And then I, Tim pat me on the back. I'm like, man, where my half? Where your half of the money? Well, bro, I get back with you. Bro, you just whooped my behind. And now I got to pay for everything, too. But shortly after, two years later, I had 30, I had about 75 at the Super Bowl, brother included. 
I said, don't worry about it. Big brother got it. (laughs) 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 Yes. Last couple minutes of the show. Let's let's end it up. Let's just go around the horn. What what are the what does the defense for the Cowboys need to do to be able to win this game? Nate, kick us off. The inside of our defense, Don Terry Poe, has to stay home and control everything. Him, Antoine Woods, and Tyrone Crawford has to control the game from the inside. Uh, Jalen has to make sure everybody is lined up and ready to tackle because if we take care of take away their run, then we can keep everybody back in coverage to take care of those two animals at first, plus Hooper, the tight end. We got to play them like that. Stop the run. Make Baker Mayfield beat us. And maybe I'm saying something crazy, Jesse. Maybe I'm saying the wrong thing. But you got to stop no, them two th- horses, man. This is this is you, you've heard the term before. Like this is a man's game. Like this is one of right. those games where this is a man's game because it's gonna be it's gonna be mauling and brawling in the trenches. That defensive front, our defensive front, we have to control the line of scrimmage. We can't. We we have to recreate the line of scrimmage. Wherever the ball is at when it's snapped, we have to have such a surge that by the time the ball carrier gets to the line of scrimmage, we have recreated it, and it's actually a yard behind of where it actually started from. And we, that, it, this, you got to let it hang out right here. You got to drop them. Like, you got to drop <laughs> Don't it. Don't let it hang out, Jen. Listen, you got to hang is, out. This is, this is one of those games where you got to look yourself in the mirror because if not, if not, if not, you will get bullied. This is going to, this is going to really test up front who's really about that life like who's really about that life because they're going to commit to they're going to commit to running this football they don't want they don't want baker with the ball in his hands 40 50 times a game and the only way they don't do that is if we get a lead and now they have to get away from the run game and go primarily passing and that's what we want them to do we want to we want them we want to make them uh have to throw with one hand behind their back but let them hang out right here, man. Like, you, you got to drop them right here. I'm talking about all those guys Rob up front. Like they hot, baby. <laughs> and and, and, and Jalen Smith, Smith and Joe Thomas, if those guys plug those holes and do what they got to do, you got to come downhill ready to tackle. You, 15, 15, 11 guys to the football. Like, this is one of those games where you can't be like, oh, what? no, you got to come because one dude ain't bringing Nick Chubb down. You got to come with the house, get everybody around the football, rally around the ball, and make sure he is down and not charging forward for an extra two or three yards. This is this is going to be this is this is where discipline comes into play. You got to be disciplined. You got to be alignment assignment sound, and you got to bring your hard hat. Kurt, real quick before Chris cuts the show off on us. No, same thing. It's just it's going to be a physical, tough game. We didn't talk about the linebackers much, but I think Jalen Smith, Joe Thomas, they, they've got you know they got to play smart, you know, do their best to stop that ground game and, and cover when they need to. But so when know. they hit one of them boy, Kurt, they got to say back that up. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Back that's right. Up, baby. Yes, sir. Well, come right. on, dog. <laughs> these ain't these ain't your mama and daddy's Browns anymore. This is a different. Thank you. This Thank is a you. Browns team that's on the come up. So it's it's going to be a dirty down in the trenches game. I think we all agree it's going to be run heavy from their side. It's just who's going to show up and as Jesse said, who's going to drop them. 
So we'll we'll Drop talk some like more tomorrow. Yes. Let's talk some uh, some uh, nice, not nice, nice or nice. a little grace <laughs> tomorrow, and we'll do some other fun stuff on the Friday edition when we come back Woo. tomorrow. Thanks, Jesse. Thanks, Nate. Thanks, Kurt. Thanks, Chris B. Thank we'll you. be back tomorrow. Hanging with the boys. Back it up, Shannon. Back that up, boy. Drop them. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!